0: So, Michelle, we all know you have the best tips, but Mm. look, you can't possibly be everywhere to help everyone. That's where an authorized Disney vacation planner can be a lifesaver. And luckily for you, we just
1: happen to know the best. That's Nate, of course, from Main Street and more travel. Oh, yeah. Nate is the best. And with things changing at the parks, resorts, and, of course, the high seas all the time, it's so hard to keep up even for me well that's not true yeah but Nate is always right on top of every move Disney makes so he can help you have the best vacation ever oh for sure if you're
0: looking to visit Walt Disney World Disneyland sail the seas on Disney Cruise Line or even explore anywhere in the world beyond Disney our friend Nate from Main Street and more travel can help
1: make your vacation dreams come true no question sweetie and if you've listened to our show for any time at all You know we're big fans of high-end experiences, and that's just what you get when you work with Nate. He'll give you concierge-level vacation planning services, but at no additional cost to you or your family. Heck, You may even
0: save money if discounts become available, because Nate is always looking to make sure you
1: get the best deal possible. And did we mention all of this comes at no extra cost to you? That's because it's Disney that pays Nate for all that top-notch service he provides so
0: you don't have to. So if you're looking for the best person to plan your magical vacation, just go to more.com Fill out the form on the website to get the process rolling on your next fabulous trip with Nate. And be sure to tell him Tom
1: and Michelle sent you. ¶¶
0: Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my wonderful, gorgeous, super intelligent, very (laughs) hardworking Disney news loving wife and co-host, Michelle.
1: Yeah. Hi, everybody. And thank you, sweetie.
0: So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Saturday, January 14th, 2023. That's because tomorrow... Sunday, January 15th, when this episode drops,
1: we will actually be out at the festival, the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Yeah, looking forward to that. Looking to try out the, some of the dishes that we spoke about on our last podcast. Maybe maybe we'll have a chance to fit in a little bit more, too.
0: That's right. That's right. We're going to have a couple opportunities here yeah. in the next few weeks. And we'll be talking about that in the future, our experiences with the Festival of the Arts coming up a couple episodes from now. Now, um, going into this episode, you may have heard us last week. If you listened to last week's episode, if you did, thank you. If you haven't yet, you should go back because it's a very good episode. Uh, and we discussed what our next topic was going to be. And that was going to be continuing our Disney at 100 series. Right. And then all craziness broke loose <laughs> during the week with theme park stories. So we decided to go change on the fly a little bit. So this week's episode will be something different than what we teased. Yeah.
1: And even what was sent out in the newsletter. Because right. by the time we sent out the newsletter, that was still Everything the plan. Everything was changing. Yes. It? Yes. So, so um, that will still happen. That episode will happen next week. But
0: we we had week to... After. No, it will happen next week. Oh, okay. And then the week after, we're going to be talking about the Festival of the Arts because we have two visits That's to the true. Festival of That's the Arts true. in the next couple of weeks. So we want to get yeah. as much info in about it as we possibly can after that. So anyway, uh, if you're tuning... <laughs> For that, this week, uh, just know it will be coming next week. But we'll be talking all Disney stories this week because there's a lot of Disney stories this
1: week. I know it's like I was thinking about that initially, and I think I even put this in the newsletter when I was saying we were, you know, the plan was still the uh, the deep dive into the Hundred Years of Wonder, Um, but that there was going to be plenty of news stories, and then. Things just kept happening, and you and I were having some behind-the-scenes discussions afterwards and saying, you know, maybe the timing right now is to really focus on all this great, amazing announcements and things to look forward to yeah
0: so that's what this week's episode will be about and next week we'll be back on our disney 100 and more of michelle's awesome research pieces (laughs) uh, coming for you uh thank you for joining us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts have the very best place to find us is on our own website com. and while you're there
1: well one you could subscribe to our newsletter but you could also subscribe to our podcast yes You can do it right there on the website. Yes. So we'd appreciate
0: that. We appreciate everybody who subscribed to both uh, very much or either or. Um, We appreciate you all. Also, we are on social media. We are on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group.
1: Yeah. It's always a treasure to get to read some other fun things that people are doing and I love it. Love it. Yeah, uh, so. it's a great group for sure, and we have a lot of
0: fun on that group. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Now, trust me when I tell you this, and it, won't, it may have not seemed like there's been much on the YouTube page right now, and there may not be for a few more weeks, but it's coming. Um, we have some plans to do some interesting things with the YouTube uh, page somewhere in the next yes. several months. I have an idea in the back of my mind that I haven't run past Michelle yet, <laughs> um, but uh, so I won't bring it up here yet because... <laughs> It hasn't been cleared by the boss, (laughs) Uh, let me be honest with you, Um, but it's going to have part of the YouTube is going to be part of that. So i just let you know, you will want to subscribe to our YouTube channels, just go there. Do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever those things start to happen there. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we love hearing from you. Yes, very much As we say every week. Every week. It's
1: very true. It's not just rhetoric that I say. Did I use that word correctly? No,
0: it is good. It is good. It's well done. (laughs) Well played. Well played. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. By the way, speaking of last week's episode, which I did just a little bit ago, um, we we did our you know Disney songs that inspire mm-hmm. us in, uh, 2023. There, you know, and um, we did get a couple responses yeah. on social media. Right. Uh, one was from uh Jacqueline. Uh, she you can find her at Pixie Dust PhD. Um. Is that right? I hope so. I hope I got that yeah, right, that Jacqueline. Right. I apologize if I messed that up. Um, but she said, uh, I am Moana, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorites right. and a perfect one. Yes. Thank you, Jacqueline. And also, uh, Main Street Electrical Arcade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he chimed in with, he was surprised that Go the Distance I wasn't know. one of them, which is you know actually very poignant for Michelle. It's one right. of her favorites yeah. to inspire her. So uh, go along with that as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things, um, I, I don't know what made me even think about this uh, several a couple months ago but I was you know looking at some stuff with, or with music our uh, music episodes boy I'm having a tough time to talk today um, and I know well, we're doing a podcast I then. know right and I noticed that there are like three or four songs that I have used over and over and over and that's one of them um, and so that I kind of made a commitment to myself that I would kind of break it up a little bit and not keep falling back on some of those even though I still feel strongly and, and and you're totally right that would be one that I personally find inspiring for a lot of things yeah
0: um, I, I, I agree with you on both of those songs uh, Go the Distance mm-hmm. definitely is one that we heck we did a a silly little music video right. when the pandemic first struck with a bunch of podcasters where we've all sung terribly. Well, some people sang, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Most of us sang terribly. We did this little video thing. And yeah. uh, Go to the Distance was the song for that to kind of inspire to get us through our, you know, the pandemic right. in the early days. And then I've mentioned it many times that I think we all need our I am Moana moment right. where you you know, you you're feeling bad about yourself, things aren't going right and you need to take a step back, look at yourself, mm-hmm. and remind yourself of exactly who you are. And yeah. It's the I am Mo- Moana moment.
1: Right. And I know that there have been times on a personal level that where I've felt down or felt struggling with confidence of, or some sort of things like that. And that's what you've told me. You said you gotta have your I am Moana moment. You've got to listen and in your head with that. Yeah.
0: So, just go through and remind yourself of all these things you've done in your life right. and all these great things you've done and who you are. And, it's, and a lot of times you just need that when you're feeling down, when you're feeling like the world's against mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. Um, just remind yourself, look, I, I don't care what you say about me. I am cool. Right. I, I am have value. Moana. Yes. Yep, I have value. Good, good. Well said. Thank you. So anyway, (laughs) I digress. I just wanted to bring those up again. Yeah, two um, great suggestions. Right, and we would love more. Um, Please send them to us. It's still early in 2023. We would love to know what Disney songs are inspiring year 2023. Uh, Now, um, before we get into this week's show, you know we always like to take a look back at the week that was because, you know, there's obviously... You know, some tough times every single week. It can dip. It can be tough. Maybe you do need an Iowa on <laughs> a moment this week. But those moments can be inspiring to you. They can be great. There are favorite things every week. Those positive moments that we all love. And so we like to focus on those because we are the Disney show of positivity. Mm-hmm. And so we always like to list our favorite thing from the week that was. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome. She's fantastic. <laughs> she's wonderful. <laughs> You know, she does the best research. She has
1: the best list. She does the best tips.
0: <laughs> she also has the best. My favorite thing from this
1: week, Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this oh, week? You know, I had a lot of things, you know, um, maybe not like huge grandiose things, but I had several things that made me feel happy during the week. I know one of them was the ability to actually celebrate you for your birthday. And I hope you had a great birthday day and... Great rest of the year, and so that that was definitely um, enjoyable. Uh, the other thing that was just one of those, you know, in life when you just have a little moment that's just kind of fun. Um, S- Scott and I were actually going out and doing some errands and um, pulled up the Conversations podcast, and um, I just enjoy that. Well, one, I enjoy their podcast tremendously. If you're not listening you to it, they have a podcast. I know. <laughs> I think they just started yeah. episode 3 or 4 I think they are. Can't at. be very good. The, <laughs> I think it's splendid. <laughs> splendid. Um but anyways um it was so funny because it shows up on the the dashboard, you know, um and Scott just kept pointing to it. So he is a, now a big fan and of conversations fan. Yes. Um So you, you know, got 3 now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> And it's funny because we've listened to other podcasts and you know, we, we rotate different things. And this one, he just, you know, it's not the first time he's heard conversations, but he just, in his way of communicating, which is not always, which is kind of tricky to figure out sometimes, he was definitely sharing with me that um, it was a winner to listen to conversation, yeah. so it was just cute to ha- to have that experience with him. And you should all check out
0: if you if you like Star Wars at all, if you just like a good time, um, Pat and Charles and the Conversations yeah. podcast. Or if you want to
1: listen to some, can I call them knuckleheads? No, they're no. chuckleheads. Is chuckleheads. Is they they're fun. They're fun, but they they actually are smart. They they play off. I think differently. It's surprising to think that, but yeah. <laughs> didn't mean it that way you're twisting my intentions they actually are smart no matter what they look like no that's not what i meant but that's what i'm saying no holy cow (laughs) charles is driving off
0: the road listening to this right now you know that oh
1: man oh man that's great. No, you're right. Um, they so, are. They,
0: they're the. What she's trying to say is that you know they yes they yuck it up a lot on that podcast, right. but they they do have intelligent Star Wars talk. Oh what yeah, yeah, now. yeah. Exactly. So, so well done. Yeah, check it out. It's a great show. Uh, right. Really entertaining Star Wars show and very positive Star yes. Wars show. Yes. Which you know you can also find a lot of that out there. A lot of negativity in Star Wars right. as well Yes. yes. Uh, in the fandom. So it's great to have a Star Wars show that is very positive like right. Right theirs. So,
1: so what was your favorite thing? I'm going to try to get past all that <laughs> embarrassing moments there.
0: <laughs> uh, my favorite thing is, it actually goes with what you were talking about, earlier is the, all the sweet things that you did to make my oh. birthday that special, much more special. Even though I had to work I, I that know. day, I had to get up extremely early, go to work. Yes. Uh, it was a busy day for me at work. Uh, you did a lot of little things. Uh, to make my day very special. Mm. So thank you, sweetheart. Oh, it was it was pleasure. a wonderful birthday. I appreciate that.
2: Well, well, good.
0: And I also want to thank you out there because many of you uh, reached out and sent me mm-hmm. messages through either social media or um, a couple of you texted me mm-hmm. or whatever and just said, you know, happy birthday. And thank you because you also helped make it special as yeah. well. But that all may have been trumped by the news that we got just <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> That yes, Tony, the Disney dad, is going to be my favorite thing from this week <laughs> mm-hmm. outside of the birthday stuff. It, it maybe it shares exactly 50-50. But that is the news that there are 40 I new know. episodes of Phineas and Ferb coming to Disney Plus yeah. sometime in the next couple Woo! years. Over spread over two seasons. Uh if you know this show, we did an entire episode talking about how we, much we really love this yeah. show. Um, and we, even though we were late comers to it, but you know, how much Scott loves it, how much mm-hmm. you love it, I love it. We watch it virtually every night at dinner with Scott. Yeah. It's kind of like, all right, we put it on for a couple episodes while he's eating dinner, right. and we have its whole routine goes along with it. Yeah, he just
1: enjoy. It just makes him happy. Right, so.
0: and it makes us happy because right. it's a it's. If you've never seen it, it's a great show for kids, but there also is some things that as you know will go right over your kids' heads. Yes. And strike the adults in the household right, right in the forehead, <laughs> um, because there is some, you know, not adult like adult, right? Or, yeah, yeah no. some adult type humor in yes. there that you can appreciate, and it is a very intelligent show as well, and some great music. So, yeah, um, and we are really happy to hear that they're that they're coming back with some mm-hmm. new episodes uh, of that show because we just think it's spectacular. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, and we can either confirm or deny that we may have traits mimic oh, some of their characters. you have traits <laughs> that definitely mimic one major character no just a little bit one major once character. in a while all the time yeah. <laughs> regularly and i pointed out i like i just give her looks like uh-huh there, there you are again I know. Oh, me and candace yeah. i get her <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny anyway
0: uh, so, those were our favorite things from this week. Let's go ahead some and some of get
1: your t- chatter is like, is like, uh, um, Perry, <laughs> like
0: Perry. <laughs> I can't even make that noise. <laughs> I know, yes, not intentionally. Right. That's, that's <laughs> nah. what I'm sure, it, as you tune me out, <laughs> what it sounds like to you. I get it. I get it. If was. I was only as stylish as Perry the Flatter, there you was. go. Anyway, let's get on to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week. As a matter of fact, as I already mentioned, this stuff. This show is going to be all about Disney Stories of the Week, so there won't be any real Disney Stories of the Week. Well, there will (laughs) will be one that's separate, but mostly this is a Disney Stories episode, so that's gonna take up most of that, but we will have a lot of stuff for you, and so let's not hesitate any longer. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. So, yes, as we already mentioned, it was, it, I think it was mostly, I mean, there were some things that came out later in the week, but it was mostly, I believe, Tuesday, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. It's like, it seemed like every time I would open up social media, right. there was something new that seemed to be coming out yes. uh, about Disney parks. And actually, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, about theme parks in general. Now, we are not a universal show. We are not going to talk a lot about universal. Well, universal had some universal amazing. Universal Studios.
1: We're universal. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for cutting out my groove. I'm
2: sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to do yeah, that. Although
0: you're exactly accurate, <laughs> Michelle is always accurate on this. Um, we are not a Universal Studios show, thank you, Michelle. Um, but there were some amazing announcements out of Universal mm-hmm. Studios right. as well that all theme park fans should be cheering. That you know, the more that. It doesn't matter. I mean, yes, you may be more of a Disney fan than a Universal fan, or vice versa. Right. Um. The fact that they both are doing things to make the experience better, right. And you know, and, and keep kind
1: of one-upping each other. Yeah. That's great for the for all of theme park fandom. Right. Right. Yeah. Like you said, it really helps promote uh, things getting better, and you know, sometimes sharing technologies or whatever that people tend to like mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. we won't be getting into a lot of the Universal Studios uh,
0: announcements that were out there, but there were some great ones Mm -hmm. out there that we find very interesting. We're going to focus on a lot of the Disney stuff because that's what we are—we're the Disney Positivity Podcast. And believe me, this was a lot of positivity this week that we're really excited about. That's why we decided to change our whole topic of the show to kind of go through a lot of these stories and and tell you how what we feel about them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and just have our like you know share our reactions to them and that. I think in the history of us doing the podcast, I think that's the most that's been really um, put forth as either new things or revisions or returns to things that has ever happened in one week. Yeah, when when there hasn't been like
0: a D23 expo going on or something along those lines where you know it's coming. Like this was... Almost completely out of the blue. Like, I think we all knew that there were some, you know, there were going to be some Disney announcements coming. I just, we kind of, kind of felt like that, especially since the change in CEO Mm -hmm. and some other things going on, that there was going to be some things happening. There was going to be, you know, they needed to kind of stir the pot a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it was just like this one day of like, wow, wow, wow.
1: Right. Things were just
0: going crazy. And it was really great. And it was great for the fandom.
1: Yeah. And then during the week, a few little more things got added to that. So Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to go down this list
0: of uh, mentors of the things, there probably are some things I'm going to miss here, um, but many of the announcements that came down during this week, uh, a lot of this I got from d23.com because they kind of put it together into one group page mm-hmm. so I can kind of go through it. So um, I rewrote and a lot. you're of, a gold member. Right. That's true. I kind of, I rewrote a lot of this, but some of it may sound familiar because I did kind of go through their page. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not trying to blatantly steal off your D23, <laughs> but you know, I did use you as a resource right. for sure. So uh, anyway, we'll start way over across the pond because the news came first from here over at Disneyland Paris. Cause there mm-hmm. were some interesting things. Yeah, we may have been focused on Walt Disney. We're not even some of the Disneyland stuff. There were some interesting announcements for Disneyland yeah. Paris as well. That came out on Tuesday. I'm going to start with that. They announced that there will be an Avengers power, the night show. It's an amazing nighttime drone show is what they say mm-hmm. that will light up the studio, the skies over Walt Disney studios park uh, obviously, it's dedicated to some of our favorite Marvel superheroes and it combines what they say is music, lights, pyrotechnic effects, and video projections across the Tower of Terror. They say Avengers Power of the Night will also feature a soundtrack composed of some of the most iconic Avengers-related scores, which are some of our favorites, mm-hmm. uh, that will be uh, changed to kind of fit within this. And they used a a, a new orchestra uh, of 70 musician orchestra that they used Abbey Road Studios to
1: Uh, record this for
0: uh, in London so uh, it looked really cool we've seen some cuts from when like Avengers campus opened Mm -hmm. over there and they kind of had a drone show going on I think that kind of gave them the idea I think it's going to be just expansion on that
1: yeah I mean if you've seen anybody's um, YouTube uh, film about the the drone shows that they've had for their anniversary their 30th anniversary really impressive so this is really really cool um, and it's interesting that they did use Abbey Road. Um, that is one of the newer uh, documentaries on Disney Plus. Is about that studio. Um, Paul McCartney's daughter is very much the one kind of um, spearheading that that um, documentary. So yeah, like, you know that's and they, there were some cool. really interesting
0: things to come out of there. And they're talking about how John Williams used it yeah for, uh, to to uh, do a lot of the work on the prequels right. soundtrack and yeah, everything. I mean yeah. Johnny. Johnny, yes, that's <laughs> what you heard on the Golden Globes. Johnny Williams. Johnny Williams. Thank you, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that was great. Um, so that's great news. Uh, yeah. That's an exciting show. I mm-hmm. hope it sticks around for until we can actually get out there. We are working on our plans to possibly mm-hmm. visit Disneyland Paris in the next couple of years. Hopefully, we love um, Avengers Campus at Disneyland. Yeah. I'm sure Avengers Campus at uh, Disney at Walt Disney Studios Park at Disneyland Paris will be is spectacular as well. And right. uh, that show sounds phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. that. Uh, speaking of nighttime spectaculars, Disney Dreams will return to park Disneyland beginning on April 12th of 2023 to take guests on a magical and emotional journey following what is the uh, Disney Delight drone show. Apparently, they really like their drone shows mm-hmm. at Disneyland Paris. Uh, projections of some of the greatest Disney stories will illuminate Sleeping Beauty Castle uh, and guided by Peter's Pan's shadow, which I think is kind of yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess this is a show that had, they've had in the past and they're
1: bringing it back.
0: But I, from everything I've read and we haven't seen this show. Right. But people love that show and they're glad it's coming back to yeah. Disneyland Paris.
1: Yeah, so that is that is really cool and exciting news for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, and They also announced that there is a brand new stage show coming to Walt Disney Studios Park. Pixar, We Belong Together. They say this show featuring uh, many of your Pixar pals... We'll combine incredible technology, light effects, and iconic songs to take guests on a journey to find out how friendship brings us all together. Yeah,
1: that'd be fun. I mean yeah. love
0: somebody picks our characters. Right, right. You'd love a stage show, I'm sure
1: they'll do a wonderful job. With yeah, that. now I got that song in my head. I yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> together. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. That's kind of our theme song. But... Yes, of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. But yeah, no, the, the I mean the great thing about going to Disneyland Paris is it's one of those things, I, I'll i compare it to McDonald's. You feel the comfort of knowing you've been in something similar to that, but it has something new and exciting and different. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just, it, you, you recognize the characters, you recognize the theming but it's exciting because it's not the same thing that you've seen maybe possibly over and over at either Disneyland or Walt Disney world. Right. We've
0: been to Disneyland Paris twice. Um, and you know, the first time we went, I think it was fantastic. It was glorious. We loved yes. every bit of it. The second time we went, I mean, we, the weather was dreary. Let's be, I mean, they were getting more rain than they'd gotten in a long time. Like in, in decades. Paris. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so, uh, you know, that may have played a little bit of a part of it, but it, you could tell that there there were just some things that like the the gleam was off there, right. you know, unfortunately. So
1: Yeah, and some uh, of the things were st- in the process of being renovated that we would have liked to see, you know, like even like Star right. Tours. I mean, a lot of the attractions. Well, and,
0: and since that point, Disneyland has purchased, not Disneyland, did. the Disney company mm-hmm. has purchased a lot uh, uh, more of the, uh, The the stock essentially. they uh, they, They own that park now, and they're putting, they're in. Injecting money into it, right. and we know these these new lands are coming uh, out there. They, they really looks like they're they're doing some great things mm-hmm. to make that uh, th- that resort even that much better. And so we're excited to see all the changes that have made since that point when we were last there. I think it was two thousand eleven. I
1: believe was the last I time we were there. I thought was sooner, but yeah, maybe so. I mean, it's kind. Of, no, nah, you know what? It was two thousand
0: fifteen. I was gonna say I thought it was two thousand fifteen when yeah. we
1: were there last. Um, it, you know. I think I've shared this before on other episodes that, you know, when when I first moved to Southern California and went to Disneyland um, and Disney California Adventure had just opened recently. That was the thing that I was noticing. It just it didn't have the gleam. It 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 was good, but it wasn't great. And then suddenly they made it. They changed completely and made it. It's great. And so I I have high hopes that Disneyland Paris is going to be great next time we go. I
0: take it back. It was actually 2017 that we were last there. Okay. I looked it up and I was like, okay, where were we? We were there in 2008. I know that mm-hmm. for a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we were back in 2017 after right. our, um, we did a trans uh, transatlantic. transatlantic cruise. Mm-hmm. And so that was after that yeah. was what it was. So sorry, we're um, just thinking out loud on a podcast. <laughs> Don't mind us. Uh anyway, uh, but we're excited to get back uh, there. You know, it's mm-hmm. been, by the time we will get back there, it'll have been eight years since we've been there. Yeah, so, um, yeah. It, and even it, the resorts
1: exciting. have really yeah. made some substantial changes. Yeah, so, so it's going to be,
0: it's going to be a lot of fun. So that was the Disneyland Paris news. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, I'm going to move all the way to the West Coast, to our former home uh, yeah. a Disneyland Resort, for some of the news that came out of there. I start with guests. will even get more opportunities to visit in uh, the coming year because uh, they now are going to have a one hundred four dollar park ticket that's going so yeah a really nice you know and the one thing about this is in the past you know there have been some discounted tickets that you've seen around that price mm-hmm. range or whatever but good luck finding dates that yeah. those would work into right. because they just were hardly existence yeah. so yeah. you you if you tried to purchase that priced it was very small chance that you were actually going to find a date that you could actually go to the park. You had to go to the next tier or whatever to find it. But however, Disney said with this one that they're going to have um, nearly two months of dates in 2023 where you'll be able to use this ticket. I'm sure they're weekdays and not near any holidays or whatever, and probably not in the middle of summer. But I mean, it's good to know that you, you can find a reasonable reasonable is all, you know, Relative, right? A reasonable park <laughs> ticket, and use it at at Disneyland, at both Disneyland parks. This mm-hmm. is a one park, one day, one park ticket. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, but it is, you know, it is considering what prices of theme parks have been, and we've seen increases at other theme parks too. Um, that's that was a reasonable amount of money, and you know, there is a benefit of kind of going on some of those lesser busy days. And so happy to see that. Yeah, uh, that's great news. You know, I'm
0: glad that those you know, I mean, there's been talk about prices continuously going up and up mm-hmm. and up. And yes, they're going to and they will and they have. Um, Just like with eggs. But it's nice to see yes <laughs> Like everything. know, I mean. um, But it's nice to see a, a price tag that you know, maybe you might be able to find a ticket here every once in a while and go to i mean yes it's not you're gonna have to be you know looking for some very you know exclusive dates but it's not gonna be like those dates that's impossible to find right yeah it seems like anyway um but they also there was good news if you decide to pay a little bit more and decide you want to go ahead and get a park hopper ticket which Mm -hmm. we actually recommend for if you especially if you have never been to disneyland park Mm -hmm. um it's so convenient to to switch back and forth between Disneyland right. and Disney California Adventure yeah. Park that it really is nice having a park hopper ticket, you know, right, so yeah. you may want to take advantage of that. Well, well, it's going to become even better for you coming up here beginning on February 4th because uh, guests who have either a Magic Key Pass mm-hmm. Or a park hopper ticket will now be able to skip between the two parks as early as 11 a.m. You know, it's been one o'clock. 1 p.m. is when you've been able to park hop over at the Disneyland Resort. Well, now you're going to get two more hours to switch back and forth if you want, uh, coming up very, very soon.
1: That's great, especially if you're trying to make lunch plans. Mm -hmm. Because that was one of the things um, that we saw in the past that, okay, you had to allow that the switch would be at 1 And the line to switch, you knew you had to give yourself a good 15, maybe even 20 minutes, depending on like if it was a weekend, to be able to get into the other park, even though it's really close and you're just walking across, you know, this one roadway, it was just packed every entry and, you know, they had all of them open, but it would always be such a, a long line. Um, so it's great to think that you could do that earlier. You could, you know, easily have meal reservations then at the other park, mm-hmm. you know, much earlier, you know, noon or, or whatever, and, and not have any issues with that. Right.
0: So, I mean, I th- I just thought it was really, really good news. And that, you know, again, um, th- especially for that, I mean, I, we don't necessarily recommend the need to park hop at Walt Disney world. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, if you want to, but it takes a bit to get, from place to place right. at the Walt Disney World Resort, from park to park, um, but gosh, it's so easy at Disneyland to, yeah. to, to skip back and forth. You can just you can, I mean, continuously go back and forth. It's like, oh, I want to go get this attraction. At, at Disney California Adventure Park. Oh, then I want to go do this attraction back at Disneyland. Yeah. And it's, you know, yeah. It does, it's not a crazy walk. Or it isn't. A, you it's don't need to like, hop on a bus. Or, right.
1: It's actually like walking through maybe two or three lands or something right. like that. Yeah. I mean, if you've never been to Disneyland, then maybe the, your first time, you might want to do a solid day in each right. park and save the money that way. But if you've ever been to Disneyland... Um, especially in recent years, then you might want to just focus on a few things within each park and and go back and forth because Mm -hmm. it's, you know, pretty, pretty cool.
0: Pretty cool. It is pretty cool. (laughs) Also pretty cool is that I already mentioned Magic Key Passes. Well, Uh, If you're thinking about possibly making the splurge now and getting a magic key pass, well, uh, the Disneyland Resort said they'll make select magic keys available uh, for new sales from time to time throughout 2023. So, you know, they went on sale not that long ago and they sold out like really, really quickly. Like they were gone before you know it. Uh, So just know That if you haven't been able to have the chance to get one yet and you really would like one, um, keep an eye on their Mm -hmm. website. Keep an eye on social media uh, because they are going to be coming of much more available in the very, very near future. I think they're going to definitely open up that availability uh, very soon. Which is great, yeah. Because they're they're relaxing a lot of things with the reservation systems. um, And that's going to help being able to open up these magic uh, passes as well. Now, also uh, good news for those of you who like a little extra mem- uh, memento when you were on a Disneyland attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the Disney 100 celebration at the Disneyland Resort, Disney Photo Pass digital photo downloads will be complimentary for all ticketed park guests on the Disneyland app. That begins on February 4th. So if you're on one of these attractions that snaps your picture right. when you're there, you don't need uh, Genie+. Plus. You don't need to have a magic key with a special, you don't need to pay anything extra is as long as you are on there, it's going to show up
1: on your app for you. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Really awesome. I I love how, you know, well, as we were seeing, and you'll probably be talking a little bit more about this, but how the hundred years, the 100 years of wonder celebrations are really kicking off there at Disneyland, which makes sense. That's the OG, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, you know, right around the corner from when they are starting some big things there to offer this as well is is really I think a benefit that people over in the West Coast can really enjoy. For sure, for sure. Now
0: here are the attractions where you can get your photo snapped uh, while
1: you're on them. Uh,
0: we have Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, over in Tomorrowland. Um, while it's still open now, we don't have an official date in Disneyland. I don't think, I haven't announced that as of today, um, when they will be closing Splash Mountain for its refurbishment. We, they've announced it for Walt Disney World, but I haven't heard for oh, Disneyland I yet. Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe I'm mistaken on that. But anyway, while it's still available, if now assuming that it's still open on February 4th, right. Splash Mountain will be one of those. Um, Over in Disney California Adventure Park, there's Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, Mm -hmm. uh, the Incredicoaster, and Radiator Springs Racers all will have those attraction photos. So yeah, um, yeah. all of those are, are fun ones. The Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout one are always hilarious because there's some <laughs> people that are terrified. Some people just, woo he's <laughs> in the air. Like, you just don't care. Uh, you know, but uh, so they're always fun pictures to look at.
1: Yeah. I always remember um, when the Racers first opened that they would show on a screen once yeah. so you got off the ride what was, you know, so you could – Purchase that one shot if you wanted to and it was always like crowded everybody's got their phones up trying to take take a picture of it Yeah, yes
0: (laughs) we've never done that i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) that's all news to me Uh, what's going on there anyway uh that's some good stuff there uh also if you pick up one of the magic key passes this year you may want to use it to visit one of our favorite Disney princesses Mm -hmm. or at least sample some of their delicious food. That's because you'll soon have the opportunity at the what once was the French market restaurant in New Orleans Square Disneyland Park. Well, now it's going to be reimagined into Tiana's Palace.
1: Nice. yeah Yeah, I know we were talking about it yesterday yeah that's news that
0: was a little bit more late a little later in the week that the story came down but they said uh this is from the Disney Parks blog they said within its peach colored walls and fancy green wrought iron balconies you'll find elegant fixtures and appointments reminiscent of Tiana's life and friendships the new Tiana's Palace will have uh, much more of this uh, excuse me much of the same pinch of pizzazz and flair as the (laughs) restaurant from the film offering authentic New Orleans flavors inspired by Tiana's friends and adventures in this quick service style restaurant Uh, while Tiana's Palace is not a character dining location guests may find Tiana in New Orleans Square, we always see Tiana there. We see Tiana yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, regularly see um, Dr. Facilier around right. there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, really great place to, to check them both out. Uh, and uh, I guess the flavors will be inspired by New Orleans, and they will include um, some of the stuff that you might find on the menu there now but also uh maybe an upgraded
1: uh, menu mm-hmm. when uh, tiana's palace reopens nice yeah it has some of the, that restaurant you know um first of all has the best um to go our mobile order and and go because they package it so yeah, if you want to take something
0: home with you they have it ready to go to just take home with yeah
1: it's packaged nice in a nice plastic you know sturdy plastic um you know, actually reusable plastic, as we've seen. Um, but yeah, it's very, very convenient, and it has some really great flavors and things. So yeah. I'm looking forward Michelle to... Michelle likes the vegetarian gumbo. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's so great. And
0: hopefully that... I, I would imagine it fits right in. Right. It wouldn't surprise me if that's sticking
1: around. Right, you
0: know, right. Because it's a guest favorite. Yeah. And Michelle loves it. So
1: yeah, the gumbo and the vegetarian gumbo. Yeah. So Disney, if you're listening like you normally do keep it. I'm sure they will.
0: I'm sure they will. So the, uh, the French market and the mint julep bar, by the way, will be closing on February 17th of 2023. And will reopen as Tiana's palace and the mint julep bar. We'll be back, uh, somewhere, of course, in the mint juleps and uh, the Mickey Beignets are there mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, sometime in 2023, no official date for that yet, but just know it's going to be uh, closed in February and reopening sometime at a later time. And it'll suddenly be Tiana's Palace, which will fit right into eventually after Splash Mountain goes right. through its reimagining and becomes uh, Tiana's Bayou
1: Adventure. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be nice there for yeah. sure uh, to just, have that.
0: New Orleans I'll Square be. is one of my favorite locations Mm -hmm. in all any Disney theme park I actually think it's really immersive and wonderful right and it's just, it's got some of my favorite attractions there. It's got the Haunted Mansion right, right there. It's, you know, Splash Mountain originally, now going to be Tiana's Bayou Adventure, right. which I'm sure we're going to love. And the Pirates of the Caribbean are right there as yeah. well. Yeah. But it's just so well themed and decorated. And it's just, it's just a fantastic area. Right. Yeah. You know?
1: it, it's, it's, like you said, it's a really cool immersive area, even with the shops and things like that. But, yeah. And I think that this is only going
0: to even make it uh, more interesting and right, fun right, as well, Yeah, so for sure. Uh, one more note from the Disneyland Resort that was kind of a good news, bad news type of story. Um, it was, was at the downtown Disney district. Mm-hmm. First, the bad news, and that is that the La Brea Bakery Restaurant will be closing its doors mm-hmm. there. Uh, from what I understand, they're closing all of their locations. They're just going to focus pretty much on just creating the bread and distributing it to grocery stores right. and wherever other places where you could still sure. find it. So you still will be able to get that great bread. Right, uh, They just won't have their restaurant locations. I'm not just talking about downtown Disney District. I'm talking about some other locations they right. have in the yeah. Los Angeles area as well. They will all be closing down. Mm. So just know yeah. that going in, that this wasn't just a downtown Disney right. Right. Yeah. thing. Right, right, yeah. Uh, The good news is that fan favorite Earl of Sandwich will be returning (laughs) to the downtown Disney district this February where there are hot sandwiches on artisan bread Uh, and -and grab-and-go options at Earl of Sandwich, but they'll also have a table service option at Earl of Sandwich Tavern, which will be temporarily in that La Brea Bakery location.
1: Nice. Yeah. I mean, that, like you said, fan favorite, that was always a a hopping place that people were, you know, getting some food when they're in the downtown Disney area. And so I know that that was once they were out for a while, you know um, that that was definitely missed by people. Yeah. They had to close
0: for a little bit because of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the reimagining part of the downtown Disney district in that area where it was located mm-hmm. and the reimagining that currently, but it will be opened temporarily over in that La Brea, um, what was the formerly going to be right. the La Brea bakery area. Um, but uh, so that will be in there for a time being. Now, it's I said temporary. That's because, uh, well, that t- area will eventually become The Portos Bakery, which will be bringing their famous cheese rolls, California Cuban cuisine, and more to this distinctive footprint that is the La Brea Bakery. So eventually, at some point, this will be transitioning to the uh, the Porto's Bakery, which we heard some about that this was going to be coming right. uh, during the D23 Expo. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that'll be good. I mean, they, they definitely can use some more, uh, especially, I mean, they have some great eateries there, especially nice table service and things like that. So it's kind of nice that they're going to have, they're mixing it up a bit. Yeah. So that's good stuff coming yeah. there. You okay over there? it's i'm i'm suddenly finding myself directly in the the sun it's really hot <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is usually a time of the day we're not recording so we're right. not used to the sun beating through the window yeah like this thing, yeah you know, so. and,
1: and, um you know i know we've said this before we're in our you know new home and this is an area that we don't have all the uh curtains and stuff yeah <laughs> so it's just like i am been directly in the sunlight it's our half built and... studio I know, part but... of the reason
0: why we're not on youtube yet we have the half built right, right. still going on the temporary hyperion adventures podcast studios going on right yeah, now
2: so. so anyway it's kind of like when you're
1: riding in a car and suddenly you're on the side that has the total sun the whole yes. time that's what I'm at. You want to
0: switch sides? I'm over here in the shade. Yeah, he's got total shade. Yes, I'm loving it over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice and cool, very refreshing.
1: I know, and I'm seeing how windy it is outside. I was like, oh, maybe I should open that window. Yeah, and by the way, a nice it's like breeze. 50 out here today. I know. It was
0: down to the 30s when we woke up this morning out in Florida. So. But
1: in this one spot in the room, <laughs> it's like 105. <laughs> it is very warm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right we've totally broken off topic here I know, but i thought it was funny that. as i saw you shift over i know and, and, i know all right well now that you're in a location mostly out of the sun for I now know, but i barely see you
1: <laughs> maybe i should go in the other room and we could do like when uh, when uh, we were in different coasts let's not do that let's not do that
0: <laughs> sorry everybody uh let's get back to the stories now you see a little glimpse into our life here uh let's go ahead and shift from the disney why we resort. don't do live <laughs> yet i know yet. i know yet uh uh to the walt disney world resort this was where the real news was coming Mm -hmm. like the thing the stuff that got everybody super excited on that day and we'll progress through this to the bigger news we'll start with some of the eh, kind of the smaller news but i I don't think it was necessarily no less important Mm -hmm. news that came out uh, on mostly on tuesday I'll start with if you have a Disney Resort stay coming up and are planning on either driving to your vacation or renting a car, well, this will be good news for you. And that's because as of Tuesday, now, currently, as we're talking to you... last Tuesday. Yes. Complimentary self-parking when staying at a Disney Resort is now available for you. So, complimentary parking. Yeah. You don't have to pay anymore to park at the Disney Resort.
1: And I know that really impacted a lot of families, you know when you're thinking of a you know four, five, six night stay adding you know twenty to thirty dollars more per night to your the cost of your um hotel was pretty significant, yeah. and so this is really great news, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people really celebrated. It was kind of
0: one of the announcements. Got buried a little bit because of so many other bigger announcements that came out, especially out of Walt Disney World right. that day. But that was a huge money yeah. saving announcement yeah. for a lot of people.
1: Right, right. I mean, unless you were a DVC member, um, you were going to be paying for a pretty fair penny for. Parking. Yeah,
0: that's going to be a great money-saving thing mm-hmm. for so many people, for sure. For sure and that's great news. Yeah. Now, uh, also, whether you stay at a Walt Disney World Resort or not, annual pass holders will soon have better ability to visit the parks very soon. that's because somewhere in the next few months, Walt Disney World annual pass holders will be able to visit the theme parks after 2 p.m. What? without needing a park reservation. So if you're a local and you just like get on a whim and want to go to the park and you have an annual pass, you'll be able to go in. You don't need to pre-reserve that reserve that reservation. (laughs) Um, But also, if you're on a vacation and you have an annual pass and maybe you didn't think, you know, today was going to be a resort day, I wasn't really going to go to the park, but maybe midway through, you change your mind or you find that dining reservation you wanted or whatever, you can just go ahead and go into the park. Now, this will not include Saturdays and Sundays at Magic Kingdom Park, just at Magic Kingdom Park. So Disney Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom Mm -hmm. Park, uh, Epcot, Epcot all of will be available for that so you will you know just know that going into Magic Kingdom but only on the weekends um, also if your pass is blacked out um, don't think just because you know this has this availability right. at 2pm <laughs> that you don't need a reservation that you're, you, you will suddenly be able to show up on those dates where your sure. pass is normally blacked out but this is great news again I think that they're going to start opening up I don't know if their park reservation system is going away but they're going to start opening it up much more frequently in the future and just the fact that you just you know hey i feel like going to disney today and be able to show up i think that's great
1: yeah i mean and and you gave some really good examples there uh to me when i i read it too i was thinking especially with epcot with these festivals Mm -hmm. where you don't need a dining reservation that you might think of hey after i get off of work or something i may want to run in and try some you know, food here and there. And, you know, just check out the the parks in the evening and know that you can do that, you know, that you didn't have to prepare, you know, in advance, hey, do I have a reservation there or, or not? I think, you know, in general, um, most of the Walt
0: Disney World annual pass holders, I'd have to say, are probably located somewhere within, you know, a few hours mm-hmm, time mm-hmm, of right. uh, Disney. So, Uh, It kind of makes sense for annual pass holders to be able to, you know, go in later in the day as they see fit, you know, because you'll you'll be within driving distance of it. Now, I'm not saying every annual pass holder is local. I mean, there's plenty of people who live out of state that visit Disney enough that it's worth it to them to get an annual pass. Right, right. But most people who go to Walt Disney World, it's their one vacation a year, so maybe it doesn't completely make sense to get an annual pass for that. Yeah, you know, yeah. but this will open it up, and uh, it gives more opportunities, and I think that's that's great. I, I'm I'm excited about it. For yeah, sure. I have a feeling we're going to benefit from that for sure. Uh, no question about that. <laughs> yeah, even yeah. though we're even you know we're we're still like an hour and twenty minutes drive away. Right.
1: Um, but to know we could do it more yeah. on a whim. Yeah. Is, is it's cool. always better. Yeah. It's always it's like the good
0: old days.
1: Yeah. I mean it's we, like we we've talked days. about that before with Disneyland, we used to, when we, you know, before they had the reservation system and we had annual passes that every once in a while we would just wake up when, you know, especially on the weekend and just say, hey, you know what? Let's just go do it. No. And so,
0: cool. And, and look, we usually you can find a reservation to most most of the parks. Right. Sometimes right. there are some that will get, you know, busied out. I yeah. mean, Magic Kingdom, uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, a lot <laughs> of times, those, right. those will go. Um, but usually, like if you want to go to Epcot or Animal Kingdom Park, you know, you can get up on the day and, and right. make that reservation and a lot of the times you're fine. Yeah. Um, but just not having to deal with that at all yeah, uh, yeah is, is a nice thing right yeah it's a, it's a benefit for sure for those of us uh, within a short distance away mm-hmm. that are annual pass holders exactly. um as i mentioned annual pass holders are visiting it from out of state too i mean like i said I, you never know when you might change your mind and want to pop over yeah and, you know. yeah
1: you might want to you might have thought chief or you might be on you know like you're saying uh, on a vacation and you were expecting a particular day to be a a park day but the weather changes and you're thinking well I don't want to go to you know a water park or go play golf but hey I, I okay right. why not pop into the parks. Yep. Exactly. Uh, I think the loosening
0: of the reservation system is definitely going to happen. And uh, I think that that just like in Disneyland, I wouldn't shock me if the park hopping times move up a right. little bit. I sure. don't know if they will be 11 like they are at Disneyland, right. but it wouldn't shock me if eventually they become like, yeah, and, yeah. You know. I mean,
1: Disneyland always had it a little earlier than Disney. Walt well, Disney World. Right. With that so, park hopping time. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. But the, no
0: news on that yet. This, it just, that's right. purely speculation on our part, but yeah. all good news. Uh, um, we already mentioned better ability to get vacation photos when you're at the Disneyland resort. Well, while Disney world is opening up more possibilities as well, that's because beginning in the next few months, guests purchasing, purchasing Disney genie plus service will receive digital downloads of their Disney photo pass attraction photos taken in the park on the day of their purchase. And that's at no additional charge. So it becomes included with your right. genie plus purchase added value to that purchase um, and as we've, you know, we we mentioned that there aren't as many uh, attraction
1: photo opportunities at Disneyland, but there are quite a few more, right. I think, at the Walt Disney World Resort for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, and you know, when you're when you decide to, if you decide to purchase Genie Plus, it's because you want to do attractions. So it definitely totally makes sense. Right? Yeah, it makes it a lot more attractive. That might that might be what makes your decision of, Hey, yeah, I'm going to do it for today because I'm going to be doing a lot of attractions. And then I know that I'll get the photos. Right. So, I mean, just another thing, you know, I mean, again,
0: you're, you're deciding that I want to pay extra for Genie plus, but then it's an extra thing on top of that when you decide you want to do that. That is a uh, you know of value possibly to sure. you while you're out there, uh, another memento of your, of right. your your journey to the Walt Disney World Resort, right? Now, Also, for Walt Disney World Resort annual pass holders, you'll receive access to the Disney Photo Pass lenses and one complimentary Cinderella Castle Mural of Memories experience. Uh, You can visit Cinderella Castle Mural of Memories and Disney Photo Pass lenses for details, restrictions, and other information is what they set on the website. So um, some extra bonus also for pass holders as well, photo-wise when you're out there, whether you have one of the passes that you've paid a little more to get Photo Pass or
1: not. Right, yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah, very good news.
0: Now, okay, those were the kind of the smaller things. <laughs> uh, let's get on to the really, really big news, and we'll start with the fact that Epcot Forever Nighttime Spectacular will soon Yay. be returning to Epcot's World <laughs> Showcase Lagoon beginning on April third. Now, I know there's some people like, yeah, I'm not really an Epcot Forever fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Harmonious. I get you. I understand. Um, But that's kind of cool. I know Michelle is an Epcot Forever fan. Right. True nostalgia, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this will be a limited time run. Uh, the show, of course, features lasers, lighting, special effects, fireworks, those kites you know mm-hmm. that were towed around. Yeah. You know, uh, it looks it's it. They say it's a trip down memory lane, as Michelle likes, but also right. a look towards the future. Uh, if you love harmonious, you know, sorry, you know, harmonious was a lot. Of, we haven't actually not had a chance to see it outside, of, like on YouTube or right. on Disney Plus yet. So um, we're hoping to try and catch it over the next few months before it goes away, because everybody says. Yeah, there actually. There's a lot of people that are sad that Harmonious is going yeah. away.
1: Yeah, I mean, they needed a big production for the 50th anniversary, mm-hmm. so it made sense to have Harmonious during the their entire time. And, and they are, you know, as they've extended the uh, 50th anniversary celebration to go until March 31st, Harmonious is is accompanying mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. timeline. So, um, yeah, it makes sense, and you know, i yeah, I can see, and I can see why people would be disappointed, it's leaving. And I also understand um, Epcot Forever isn't for everybody. It's not forever. Right, and it's not forever. And I think that's too why, you know, I think why I like it. I think if I thought that was going to be the replacement forever, it would be like, hey, no, you need to do more More. than this. But it's a nice transitional. It was a good
0: transitional show. In the past, right. it'll be a decent transitional show for now. Right. Uh, if you want to catch Harmonious before it goes away, uh, its final performance will be April 2nd. So you have from now until then right. to catch I bet Uh, that's going to be a packed house. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt of it. Um, We expect something new from the Disney 100 celebration. As a matter Mm -hmm. of fact, they've said that there will be something coming uh, new at some point. I don't know exactly when that's going to be. So uh, after, on April 3rd, it'll be Epcot Forever. Then eventually, at some point, we'll hear more about what the next big show will be. Not the transitional show like Epcot Forever will be. Uh, The other big news that came out of this story, which is going to be, there's a lot of people that are going to be sad that Harmonious, going away Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people that are celebrating right now i'm looking (laughs) right at you justin monorail um the the barges the World <laughs> Showcase barges that are out there that have clogged up the lagoon for the last couple of years are going away. They'll, now, they're not going to be gone on April 3rd. Right. It's going to be phased. They'll be taking them out eventually. Right. But the barges will be going away and opening up as far as we know. And I, I don't think they're going to replace that with something else directly. Um, as far as we know, that will be opening up showca- uh, World Showcase Lagoon again for better pictures. Yes.
1: <laughs> I know, um, you know, there's, there's good and bad to that. I mean, certainly it is a technology that provided them a whole new medium to present a story. Right. And so that's kind of disappointing in the the reasoning of that leaving. Um, but they've invested the money in that. So I, I don't know that we're totally going to be without barges. for It's
0: going to be interesting to see what they do with those. We were kind of discussing it um, mm-hmm. a little bit in our kitchen the other day and I'm like, wait, we got to save this. For I the know. Show. <laughs> um, yeah, because they spent a lot of money on those barges. Right. You know, do they just, do they just junk them? Do they right. sell them to somebody else? What do they do with them? Um, we kind of speculated on some areas that they might put them in. I think that we decided that the only place that really would work Um, was kind of near the downtown Disney Disney, district. Right, right. yeah,
1: yeah, that would be a place that I think it could work. I mean, I don't know how the barges work, like, independently. Like, could they have partial, you know, bring back some parts of the barges for a a reimagined show, and it would have to probably be very different than harmonious. But um, would that be some ways to still use that technology? But not have it quite as much or do they you know do they reimagine or have the new show that's going to be for the hundred years of wonder Bring back all the barges. I don't know. I don't think there's any
0: place they're going to put the
1: barges that people are going to be
0: like, yay. (laughs) At least not everybody is going to say yay. I mean, they're just if you put them someplace in within the Walt Disney World Resort, um, there's going to be people that are like, no, that should not go there. It's blocking views. It's going to you know, it's 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 going to be ugly. Whatever. You know, we talked about Bay Lake. We talked about Seven Seas Lagoon. Mm -hmm. We talked about uh, several other areas. None of those worked. Um, The only place that kind of made sense, and again, we're just talking. Totally speculating and they may just junk them. They may sell them. They may throw them away. Who knows what they're going to do with them. But I thought, you know, we were talking about, it's like, well, you know, what they could do is park a couple of them, not all of them. They can't Mm -hmm. possibly put them all out there, but maybe a couple of them outside downtown Disney and look, advertise it as like, look, we'll do a little nighttime show with them there and it, you know, can draw some more people, maybe, you know, from locally or some people that aren't going to the parks that day and right. into downtown Disney to see what's going on there, see the show. And of course, like obviously. Yeah. Excuse me, Disney Springs used to be downtown Disney. Right. Disney Springs. Thank you for correcting me. Uh into Disney Springs. And um, you know, it'd be it could be like, hey, you know, um, uh, we're going to go check out this show. And, you know, by the way, we'll stop at a restaurant. Right. We'll go spend some money in the shops. It's just an excuse to get some more money out of right. people. Yeah. So why not put it there, you
1: know? Right. Yeah. Draw some people who may not go to Disney Springs because they're focused on the parks and things like that. I mean, I know that area, um, well, there's been a lot of changes, but they used to have Pleasure Island out there. And I think they used to do some other nighttime things there, yeah. too. Right? I
0: mean, they have the Cirque du Soleil show there right. and everything, yeah. you know, I mean... There are some things they already are there to kind of draw people in, to mm-hmm. draw people into that. What is a, it's an elaborate, but it is a shopping right, mall, right. you know, um, to kind of draw people there. And this might be another thing that they could repurpose those barges for. Now, again, you put them anywhere, there's going to be people that aren't happy with right, them. But, yes. then you know, if you're really at Disney and you're looking for some way to not feel like you've spent all this money on something that is complete waste, right. you know, maybe that's something they might think of now. we'll see. Disney, are you listening? (laughs) We'll see what happens. Um, Anyway, uh, so, so, you know, I, I feel that's all good news. Um, barge is going away, beautiful, pristine, hopefully mm-hmm. views of a world showcase right. lagoon once again. Um, you know, Epcot forever temporarily, and then on to a new show. Right, the only yeah. bad news is that harmonious people love harmonious, that that is going away. Yeah. But I, I still think that, uh, what they'll come up with, whatever the new show will be, will be wonderful. Right, right. Exactly. For sure. So uh, speaking of nighttime spectacular, this story feeds right into our episode from last week. Uh, I guess Disney was listening. He's like, Hey, you know that's going on? Maybe we should go ahead and drop this news this week. (laughs) Uh, That's because happily ever after. Right. The show that we love dearly (laughs) on this
1: program will return to magic kingdom park on April 3rd. Right. I mean, like you said, we we've talked about it before. They had announced that, you know They were very vague, but bringing back some, at least parts of uh, Epcot, not Epcot, River. Oh, that's the wrong show, of Happily Ever After. Um, but now it's sounding a lot more defined of what it's going to be and when it's going to happen. Yeah, so. uh, this is really cool. I think this is, this is spectacular
0: news. I think it's, you know, um, I, I love, Happily Ever After mm-hmm. is my Walt Disney World show. Right. I mean, I've seen some other shows there. I've seen some other nighttime spectaculars. This is the one that always gets me. You know, this was the one that is is near and dear to my heart. And I think it is because that we saw it, you know, early on in the run. It was in the first couple nights that it happened. We got a dessert party package. We're there in a wonderful spot to check it out. And then Jordan Fisher and Angie Kielhauer came out and performed the theme song for Happily Ever After for us right there on the stage. Totally unexpected. Totally unexpected. We had no idea that this was going to happen. And um, it's just one of those shows that's near and dear to our heart because we had that special first time watching it. Plus, it's just, it's a fantastic show that really tugs at the heartstrings. It makes me weep. (laughs) Low bar for (laughs) that. Yes, (laughs) yes. Um, makes me weep all the way through it. Um, I love it so dearly and I know you do as well.
1: I do. And like you said, I mean, we definitely had a personal experience that made it so special for us. Um, and just like, you know, right now families that have been going or couples who have been going or friends during the 50th anniversary celebration may have had some very unique, wonderful experiences and you know, this is the show for them now. This, you know, for us, it is happily ever after. But I know some people are going to be sad that uh, Disney enchantment is going away. Um, But again, I get why it's going away. It was created for the 50th anniversary. And so, you know, I think it was intended to be replaced eventually or
0: Uh, i think it's a it's a show i think more people are going to be sad about harmonious going away but there are going to be people
1: out there that disney enchantment was a show that struck them yeah like i said you might have you might have been on your honeymoon or you know whatever family reunion or getting together with a friend you haven't been together since before the uh pandemic or something that may have made that experience for you special
0: Now, what's also interesting about this is when we heard that Happily Ever... Well, I mean, it first started with a D23 when they started off the whole parks presentation with this with jordan fisher singing happily ever after yeah so it's like okay right out of the bat we knew something was coming yeah. he said that yes that song was going to be part of a nighttime spectacular right that is coming to magic kingdom at some point in the future and we're like okay is this a completely different one they there's going to throw that in right. at some point yeah and then we heard later that it was going to be no it was going to be a form of happily ever after mm-hmm. we didn't know if it was going to be um, you know the original show, but with some slight tweaks. Right. If it was going to be a completely reimagined show, but still named "Happily Ever After," well, now they're saying no. It's going to be um, mostly the same show that you knew and right. love. Maybe there'll be some small changes some to updates it. Updates with some. Newer- the biggest thing will be the updates that they're adding uh, the uh, mapping. Uh, the projections on mm-hmm, Main Street mm-hmm. USA, kind of when they started uh, with Disney Enchantment, right, right, the same thing. Yeah. So, so that'll be that's 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 cool. You yeah. Know, you'll yeah, have a the opportunity. more immersive, right? You yeah. don't have to be right at the castle, right? Because the 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 projections are really such a big part of Happily Ever After. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be right at the castle. You can be lined up down Main Street USA and right. still enjoy some of those projections, and the, of course the wonderful fireworks right, as well. Exactly.
1: So yeah, no, this is all great, great news and very exciting. And like you said, I think more. People are probably happy about that, um, you know, returning. So, you
0: know me, it was my number
1: one song to inspire <laughs> me right. in 2023. And so I'm very inspired. Mm-hmm. I want to be there.
0: Uh, very soon after it debuts See, uh, they were listening they heard up. you put that uh, as
1: number one they said you know what we just we, have we to just need to do well, it we we just, just need to go ahead and show. get it going and we have to make it the original show we, yeah. we were thinking about
0: changing <laughs> it No, let's just yeah. do some really Tom small really tweets. likes it yeah we got to just go ahead and go with that you know they heard the song they're like you know it's so good let's just leave it as it is everybody loves it uh, oh, so pretty. that's exciting we were we are already making plans to be there as early as mm-hmm. i don't know if we'll be there Matter of fact, we didn't get a park reservation, so we're not going to be there on yeah. uh, April 3rd, but we will be there soon thereafter. Right, and, try and, yeah. um, and we're talking about dessert party. We're talking about doing it all up because I that song is so important to us. In, yes. That show, show, I should say, mm-hmm. that song and that show are so important to us in so many ways. Finally, we move on to the very one big story. I mean, these were all big stories, mm-hmm. but this was the one huge story that everybody's been waiting for, for what <laughs> seems like years, because it has been years. Oh, we found out when Tron Light Cycle Run will officially open at Magic Kingdom Park. And yes, it's going back to those April dates. Right. It's going to be April
1: 4th of 2023. Yeah, 4-4-23. That's, uh, like you said, really big news. And, you know, it's great to finally hear what the exact official opening date will be. And, um, you know, we've speculated that there's probably going to be some... Either with annual pass holders or DVC, definitely cast members getting some uh, preview times. Well, they flat out said it that in the
0: story that there will be uh, the cast members, or right. especially the Magic Kingdom cast members, will be the first ones that get to experience it. Then they're going to open up some dates for annual pass holders and Disney right. Vacation Club members as well. So we are both of those. Uh, so we're hoping to find one of the get one of those sure um, the, those <laughs> those preview dates as well. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Michelle's like. Hey. Although I'm looking forward to it now, just like I was looking forward to uh, Guardians of the the Galaxy Galaxy. Cosmic (laughs) Rewind. And then after I got off, I'm like, I'm not looking forward (laughs) to riding it again as much. (laughs) Or ever. Or ever. I might. (laughs) Uh, But not quite as much. Um, But this I'm looking forward to trying out at least once. And then we'll see from there. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think I was a little bit more excited and something um, I saw a a more in-depth showing of that ride. I don't remember what that was on recently and I was like oh wait there are some parts of that that look a little bit more scary than I I think it's a blast I'm looking forward to it I think so it was exciting. with the uh, the parade the rose parade might have had something about that. <laughs> the rose parade scared her off no <laughs> oh, when they showed the <laughs> Tron ride
0: I'm excited about it I'm looking forward to checking it out and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun now again I may get on it and say okay that I'm one and done that was good enough yeah. for me, but I'm looking forward to trying it out for the first time. Cool, cool. Yeah, for sure. So uh, as far as I know, that was all the big Disney stories from this week as far as theme park-wise. Theme park-wise, yeah. yeah. Um, Just great, great stuff going on out there. So excited for it. All positive news. I think that you all would agree with us that it was uh, fantastic, mm-hmm. whether you're a Disneyland Paris fan, whether you're a Disneyland fan, whether you're a Walt Disney fan. Uh, world fan, um, this was all really, really good stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really did present early on in the celebration for uh, 100 years of wonder that there are some fabulous things to look forward to throughout the year. So I thought the timing was great to because we're just uh, a couple weeks away from the official startup of some new things that are happening over at Disneyland with you know new attractions and and things like that. So the timing did make sense to announce those things now. Um, but I thought also positive were some of the other things related to Disney plus that are, uh, that were announced for this coming, um, that, that were announced this past week too. Yeah, uh, so. Great
0: stuff. And um, by the way, I don't think we're done with announcements. I mean, I think that right. they're, this is just the, the start of it all. They laid a bunch of stuff out for us, but I feel like there's, I've gotten the impression from a lot of people that we follow on social media that right. are kind of tied in right. uh, with what's going on that there's more to come. So um, it's all exciting news. Yeah, we are yeah. very excited for what is happening at the theme parks right now.
1: Right. Well, I mean, we know that there's going to be some announcements to find out for sure, like dates of like when Splash Mountain will be closing at Disneyland and when the exact dates of the reopening of the reimagined Disney you know, Tiana's, you know, place and not place what palace palace yeah. yeah close to place yeah <laughs> extra a in there <laughs> i know um so i you know we know some of that we also know that we're going to get dates for uh and more information about what's going to replace the epcot forever that's temporarily happening so there yeah there's for sure some things but yeah w- I, I there's there's got to be other things. Yeah, coming Yeah, there's up lots too. of things I think coming as
0: far as like the reservation system, as far as park hopping. Right. I, I feel like there's a lot, a ton of smaller mm-hmm. park news even that that, are, that is going to be released over the next several weeks. Again, I this is purely speculation, um, but I just kind of have had that impression from the people, kind of tied in, more right. tied in. I mean, I know Disney listens to us, but we would like to be more tied in <laughs> Disney. Um, not we wouldn't leak anything. Yeah. I promise you, we wouldn't. <laughs> we we kind of want to be those people that are in the the
1: the, the inner circle right let's say. you know but i mean actually if you think back and this was even before the pandemic like when we were awaiting um, for Galaxy's Edge to open. And I remember that you and I had conversations like, oh, we'd love to be a fly in that room of how they're going to really try to make sure they're controlling the crowds and everything. And if you remember, we had they had a reservation system for that. And mm-hmm. this was before park reservations um, over at Disneyland. And, you know, you weren't going to be guaranteed just because you were going into Disneyland that you were going to get into Galaxy's Edge. Um, they also had kind of time limits that you had to get in and out of that area to be able to open it up for more people. So we've kind of seen how, you know, that initially they put something together for a purpose and then they loosen those rules. So it, you know, obviously with the pandemic and other things related to that, they had to have the park reservation system and, and as things have normalized and they've worked through some of the challenges that made that necessary, then it opens up again.
0: Yeah. I just kind of feel like there's going to be a lot of things like they've Gotten to the point where they've okay, we've realized that things have kind of gone away for some of the people that are staying at the resorts. Right. You know, this is one of the things that I, we are mostly po- Well, we're p- completely positive on Disney, right, but, but there are a couple of things that I felt like. You know, um, unfortunately, it hasn't been as beneficial to stay on a Disney resort as right. it once was versus right. staying somewhere off property at the Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're going to get back to maybe not where they were right but a little closer to it like if you're staying in a Disney resort you're paying that premium right you're it's more than just because you know you're in the bubble right uh, you're gonna get yeah. some more some more benefits coming your way
1: right and I think they've done it. They haven't done, uh, like you said, as much as they had before, but they've trickled it, so it's kind of hard to necessarily recognize that, you know, but even with the early entry, that used to be a different park mm-hmm. each day, and now it's every park right. if you're staying on property. The um, the free evenings, extended hours at Epcot and Magic Kingdom throughout, you know, different days of the week, um, that was added in, you know. So I think they've added some things, but it's just been... Not as, like you said, not as much. And it's been so, you know, here and there that you you didn't really notice it. Whereas now I think it's becoming much more evident that they are enticing you to stay on Disney property. Yep. And I think it's going to be more so coming sure. up very soon. That's yeah. that,
0: that's my, my, again, purely speculation.
1: Right, I, right. I feel like that's coming. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they did have it much more beneficial in the past. And I agree with you that that's probably going to be coming more and more now, so but lots of great
0: stories this week it's all exciting news to us Uh, again and that even goes for Universal what what Universal announced this week Um, very exciting stuff coming across the theme park world Uh, we'd love to know what you're excited about what news really was enticing to you your biggest Um, wow are you going to join us out for Happily Ever After are you going to be one of the first to get on Tron uh, Light Cycle Run Um, are you going to be taking advantage of all those attraction photos out there let us know and we'll maybe share them on an upcoming show we either way we just want to know what you're excited about right that's our look at an exciting week of disney theme park news So much to be excited about. Uh, It was just a fantastic week. Uh, It was just fun to see some, you know, we're all about positivity. It was great to see positive stuff popping up on social media about Disney this week.
1: Right, right, to finally, and see people, um, you know, retweet things in a very positive way. So So
0: cool. Uh, Speaking of positive news, I do have one Disney story of the week that doesn't relate to theme parks for (laughs) you this week. And that is going to be that the Walt Disney Company had a very golden night during this week's celebration Mm -hmm. of the best of television and movies. This again, we'll go back to d23.com. They said the Hollywood Foreign Press Association awarded the Walt Disney Company nine
1: Golden Globes yeah. on Tuesday, more than any other entertainment company. Right, that was so cool mm-hmm. and well-deserved. You know, we watched it and it was exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, the accolades spanned multiple content brands and studios, ABC Entertainment, Disney Television Studios, 20th Television, FX, FX Productions, Hulu Originals, Marvel Studios, Searchlight Pictures, Searchlight Television, and Walt Disney Studios. Gosh, Disney has their thumbs in everything yeah. apparently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Searchlight Searchlight Pictures, The Banshees of Inishirin, and ABC and 20th Television's Abbott Elementary were the evening's big winners, earning three awards each during the glitzy ceremony. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Banshees of Inishirin, uh, which is from Searchlight Pictures, won Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy for Colin Farrell, Mm -hmm. and Best Screenplay by Martin McDonough. Abbott Elementary, which is a show that we love, by the way, it's one of our favorite newer newer shows, Uh, won Best Television Series Musical or Comedy, Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series Musical or Comedy for Quinta Brunson, who also created the show, and Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role in a Musical, uh, Comedy, or Drama Television Series for Tyler James Williams. Again, if you haven't checked out Abbott Elementary yet, um it's it's hilarious yeah. and fun and it's it really kind of an interesting look at what teachers go through in a kind of a humorous way.
1: Yeah, it it is a a cute uh, definite entertaining show. Um you know, if you like The Office it's it's different humor but the kind of the the look of it is is similar. Um and then the other part is the fact that it you know, it is trying to also put messages out there of, you know, what's happening in the public school system and, you know, what are some of the needs, especially in some uh, different communities, and that the, the actual actors and everything are supporting you know they they are very generous with community services because of this so right. it's all in all it's a great package it's a it's a great show it's a humorous show
0: um yes the, some of the people that were involved in the office if you wonder why it looks a little like the office some of the people that were involved in the office right. are um behind the scenes doing right. this show Randall Einhorn who was uh, really a big part of the office is one of the producers and uh, often a director of mm-hmm. episodes um so um that's why it kind of has that same feel yeah. to it in some regard. I mean, it's a completely different type of show, but if you look at it, you're like, oh, you know, I could see where it looks like they're doing the documentary right. like they were yes. with The Office. Exactly. You know? so, yeah. um, it's a really good show. Highly recommended for yeah. sure. Uh, some of the other um, awards that went out uh, during the night, uh, Jeremy Allen White took home the Golden Globe for best performance by an actor in a television series, musical or comedy for his role in The Bear. Uh, These are all people that are tied in with Disney in some way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amanda Seyfried won the best performance by an actress in a limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television award for her role in The Dropout. And the incomparable Angela Bassett was awarded the Golden Globe for Mm -hmm. best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture for Black Panther Wakanda forever.
1: Yeah. And gosh, seeing her get that award was definitely heartwarming for sure.
0: Uh, It was, it was a good night. I mean, it it, it had its flaws the Golden Globe has its flaws in general, you know, that they need to work through. Um, but all in all, it was a, you know, some of the the, the speeches and some of the people that won and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was good to see them um, right. take home these awards. Right. That's it. That's all I have for you for Disney Stories of the Week outside of all the <laughs> Disney stories I listed earlier. <laughs> However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. When we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, <laughs> all things great in yeah. the world. Mm. By the way, she does the best birthday treats in the world. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, she has the best research. She has the best list, but she definitely has the very best tips. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week.
1: So my tip, and it's kind of, I don't know if it's really a tip or just a bet you didn't know this kind of thing. But um, if you're uh, a person who prefers to have a kosher meal or a halal meal, um, now Disney parks have the ability to provide that without the advance notice. Now, I, mean, I, I think in the past when we've talked about it, they like 24 to 48 hours, and they still prefer that, especially at table service. Um, and it also giving them that much notice increases your ability to make sure what, which type of meal you have, which of those meals you have, um, or, or the dishes is what you want. Um, but here's what they're saying that, that, that some of the quick service and table uh, service locations do provide limited kosher meals. That you may not have to, that you don't have to give advance notice. Um, now, it may take 20 to 30 minutes to prepare once it's ordered, um, but it's still available to you. And so they have this at, uh, like I said, at uh, Quick Services, whether you're at Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Um, you know, and it's not like, for example, Disneyland has Red Rose Tavern, California Adventure Park has Smoke Jumpers Grill, uh, Animal Kingdom has Satuli's Canteen, um, and as Hollywood Studios has Rosie's All American Cafe. But, anyways, you could always check on the app and see um, which of the locations you're considering if they have the, those meals. But again, to have that ability, You know, especially now that we're talking about the park hoppers, you know, uh, especially at Walt Disney World, where if you're an annual pass holder, you might, you'll be able to go in in the afternoon without a park reservation, Um, this on the spot, if you want, a you know, a kosher meal can really be beneficial to know that that's available to you.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's it's an important step and important for for people to know. I mean, it's a huge part of the population, a giant part of this planet's population that mm-hmm. either, you know, eats kosher or halal, right? you know, and, uh, you know, you always, if you were in that situation, it was always difficult to kind of maneuver through many right. of these menus and find out what you can eat and right. what you can't. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they have that ability, number one, you don't, you, you, you may not know where you want to eat, you know, ahead of time necessarily, right. you know? So the fact that you, you will have those opportunities to do it even day up. I mean, yes, you can plan ahead. accordingly, uh, be able to do that on the day of. That's, that's really good news.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now they they still say for, you know, if you're going to be on a Disney cruise ship that you give them advance notice before the sailing so that they can prepare that. But um, yeah, like you're saying, just the ability to, you know, know that something now, again, giving them more notice gives you more options of what you know is actually available that day and it's just it's how they you know have these prepared in special kitchens and and how they have them packaged and everything like that um but yeah i I just think it's great that they are committed to providing this uh to people who prefer to have you know either kosher or halal dishes yeah um uh, so. that's good I'm very happy that Disney is doing that for sure
0: yeah for sure so uh, my tip for the week, uh, well, I'm going to start with, of course, you know, the main benefit of being a Disney Vacation Club member, as mm-hmm. we well know, as being Disney Vacation Club mm-hmm. members, is getting to have these awesome stays and a lot of these wonderful, beautiful resorts, right. you know, and, and and paying for it and having these points to, mm-hmm. to use for that. Um, however, you know, you may not think about this, but it is a benefit of this is that. You know, you can gift those points. You can gift stays Mm -hmm. to, you know, some of your relatives, some of your friends, your family, whatever it might be. And you can even put their name on it. So it's their reservation there on it. So, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, hey, um, you know, our 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 daughter and son, you know, her fiance are getting married. We'd like to gift them with, you know, a nice vacation right. at the Walt Disney World Resort. You can go ahead and use your points and give them a stay at the nice. Grand Floridian right. you know, or someplace really nice, the Polynesian or right. something like that. And all you need to do is to, to put their names on it is when you make that reservation on the DVC app or the DVC website is when they're putting your names in, you just put their names in there. Or if you're calling to the guest services, the member services line, um, just let them know that these are the people who are going to be using this reservation. And then they can put their names on it. They don't have to necessarily refer back to you all the time when they're there. Right. They can just go right to it. Uh, I think it's a, it's a really great benefit that you can use these points. Yes, of course, for yourself, but right. also to make other people that you know and love are very happy as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know... Um, we've seen that we've, we've gifted people we've had. And I know of other, you know, friends and family that have gifted other people. It's just something special that you can do. And you you know, you're not putting any money up, but, right. you know, obviously you're taking away from what you could use, but still it's a, it's a, it can be something super special and, and easy to do. And like you said, um, you know, you're putting their name in it and then they can link that reservation number to their, to the app. So to the, the My Disney Experience right, to app. the My yeah. Disney Experience app so that they can um, then do all the, you know, other things that, you know, reservations and things associated with it. Right.
0: Now you don't get all the benefits you get, as a card carrying DVC member, if you're right. using it off, of, you know, when you're giving those points away, like they can't go to the top of the world lounge or whatever. And you're stead. Right. Um, but the bottom line is you are getting that beautiful room at a wonderful resort, you know, and right. that's, that's, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's also a way that if you, I mean, we've mentioned this in the past, if you, you know, have all these points and you're not getting to use them and you want to kind of, Um, get them out there to, you know, maybe get a little bit of money back from all the money you're spending on this. You can rent those points out. Right. I mean, you can do a workout in agreement personally, or there's also companies that will help you along with that as well. And it's the same thing. You just will make out a deal with these people. They'll pay you the money for however many points you have. And then you put their names in just as if you would do it with a family or a relative or whatever else. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Good tip, tip, baby. Thanks, sweetheart. So that's it for this week's show. Next week, as we already mentioned, we're going to go back to what we originally
1: planned for this. As week's of right show. now, as of we are recording right now, that is the plan. <laughs> Disney may throw it. us out, throw us off again. That's but. that's always possible.
0: You never know with Disney. As we said, we think there's more stuff coming. Uh, we'll continue that Disney. Assuming that everything goes right, we will continue our Disney at 100 series, and we'll be looking at the company's successes after the 20s and 30s. You oh, know what has happened. Or what has happened after them? Mm. Michelle knows better than me. She's doing the research. Her <laughs> awesome research will be involved in that. Can't wait to find out more about what happened after those original successes of the twenties right. and thirties. So, yep, yeah, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, for sure. Me too. I Thank look you. forward to all your research pieces. Ah, Always Thank learn you. something new for sure. As for today's show, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you'll find us most everywhere you get podcasts. The very best place to find us is on our own website Podcast.com. We are also on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We're also on YouTube. We got some stuff coming from you, for YouTube, so you're going to want to subscribe there. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know when Whenever that stuff starts coming down and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up
1: at our gmail account Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com that's right and if you want to help our podcast we'd love to have you either just tell a friend or family about us or if you have an opportunity and you haven't done it already a five-star review is always super super helpful
0: yep we appreciate everybody who supported the show in any way shape or form whether right. it be you know giving us a review, whether it be telling a friend, whether it's just you listening to the show today. Right. Thank you very much. We appreciate that you supported this show in that way.
1: Right. Or we also have a Patreon.
0: Where well, we have Patreon. We have so. Spreadshirt Shop too. Yeah. Uh, you can find those as well on our, any of our uh, social media profiles, Linktree accounts. But thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.